With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at stopping me? I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Roderick Giggs on Football, Series 1, Episode 1. We are live on uh, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. Ace Podcast Nation, of course, you're home to many great shows and series, featuring top guests, expert analysts and more. So do give us a follow on social media, subscribe to that YouTube channel, click the bell for notifications. And if you prefer your podcast in audio form, we are now part of the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first all-sports podcast network. You can find all the shows that are uh, produced by Ace Podcast Nation. And, of course, they do many podcasts on all different sports, including daily podcasts on the Premier League. Check out sport.social.co.uk. Uh, just a bit of housekeeping as we uh, as we wait for a few of the latecomers to join us. But, uh as you know, we're supporting a charity Super Six League this season with the channel, helping to raise money for two great charities. We've got the uh, Maggie's Centre Charity and, of course, Mind, the mental health charity. Uh, the last round, we had three people top the table on 14 points. Chuck Amady, uh, Steve McKenzie and Neil Mackey 
Well done to them. And of course, uh, I am in the naughty corner again for forgetting to enter my predictions. Uh, Mr. Andy Campbell topped the players table this week on nine points. But uh, next round starts tomorrow at 3 p.m. Get your predictions in if you'd like to join the league. All the links are in the description. Uh, plus, there's, uh, I think, 90 players so far. Uh, £540 in the prize pot and £800 raised for charity at the moment. But uh, contact Will Melush. Uh, he'll probably be in the live chat. You can contact him on Facebook and he'll add you to the to the group and the league and whatnot. But uh, as ever, join us. Raise some money for a good cause. Um, but yes, delighted to start off this new show and uh, even more delighted to welcome my co-host back to the channel after his previous stint during the Euros. He was very popular with the people. And uh, it is ex-Salford City winger and manager. Mr. Rodri Giggs, welcome, my friend. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, mate. I'm all right. I'm looking. I look forward to this, like, because um, obviously the previous shows we did on Friday was very much like all championship. We had a little chat about some big stories, but it was generally all championship. And like, what we decided is we're just going to literally talk any and everything. There's obviously all, a lot of football stories which go on each week, and uh, this week is not let us down whatsoever and we'll get onto that in just a minute but um one thing that i was thinking this afternoon that i thought i might try to add in each week is um normally when we have a guest we do something called the the magnificent seven and we ask them seven quick fire questions about their career and whatnot but um i'm going to try and adapt that to the the weekly magnificent seven for you so each set each week i'll ask you seven quick fire questions um, well, technically a six and then the last question is a bit longer but we'll see how we go with that and see how uh, see how it works because it's going to have to be changed each week but we'll go so um, right then Rodri seven quick fire questions uh, best move of the transfer window Messi or Ronaldo Ooh, that's, a, that's a difficult question that it's uh, a tricky one out the gate isn't it yeah, that's a difficult one. Uh, I think everyone knew that Messi was probably going to go to to PSG, and I'm probably a bit biased because I'm a United fan. But yeah, the the, the reaction we had for Ronaldo is insane, isn't it? Yeah, the queues for the the, the mega star for the shirt. Now his numbers come out at seven, and just the magnificent. Yeah, just the size of it. It's yeah, I've been back at Manchester United, so I'd say Manchester United, but I'm biased on that one. Yeah. Uh, worst signing of the transfer window? Worst signing of the transfer window? Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah, I, I got stuff to say about that as well in a bit. Uh, who, which team has had the... Dig at, that's, not at Aaron, that's not a dig at Aaron Ramsdale, that's a dig at Arsenal. What do they need yes. £30 million pound sub-goalkeeper for? Exactly sure, that meant. I'm sure this ball needs there for Arsenal. Jesus Christ, I. Um, in your opinion, who's had the best transfer window? I think I know the answer, but we'll see if it's uh, see if it's different to what I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, United again. Just the quality, three quality players, two proven World Cup winner. Then you've Ronaldo, and then obviously Sancho, which is up and coming, which is exciting. So. But then Chelsea have had a good one as well. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, Chelsea. So either United or Chelsea, but probably just edge at United because, yeah, a World Cup winner, Ronaldo and, and Sancho, which we've been after for a while. Uh, the first manager to be sacked this season. Can't see him sacking Arteta with all the the, the money just laid out. Mind you, they just sacked Ted. So um I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Arteta, yeah. There's no one else that glares it's probably gonna be someone else, but no one really glares out to me that is it maybe the Wolves manager, but watching Wolves play, I'm sure their results were just around the corner because you know, they played well against us, so pretty sure their results are going to turn. So, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. you'd you'd think their results are going to turn, like because they, I think they've had three 1-0 losses, and they've been really good in all of them. They just haven't put their chances away. But yeah, um, and then we've got uh, in one word, who wins the Premier League and the Champions League this year? One word for each. Bias me, so you do that's the question. But if I'm if you put a gun to my head, to, I'd probably say Chelsea, uh, and Champions League, PSG. They're gonna finally do it, are they? Finally, they got it. If they're not, if they don't do it this year, they ain't they're ever gonna do it, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. Just with the team they got, Mbappe is off at the end of this year as well. Yeah. That's mental as well in itself that you can turn down two hundred million for someone who can talk to other clubs in a couple of months. So but, we've got Ramos as well with the, with the experience that he brings as well. Good signing that is. Uh, and then we got how long will Jose Mourinho last at Roma? It's almost like Mourinho bingo, isn't it? Three years. Three, Three years. years. Yeah. Two. Three one years, good year. They'll probably get him close this year, or maybe even win it. Win it next year. And then that's when the downfall starts, and then you've got that slaggy yeah. players, and he's not doing this, he's not doing that, it's his fault. And then, yeah. And then it begins. Um, yeah. And then the final question is um, which is always a bit longer to answer, but um, I saw on your social media earlier, um, but uh, Talk Sports said today that in the, to, I'm paraphrasing, but basically I think it was uh, Gabby Agbonglahor. And I think it was Jamie O'Hara said they would rather have Harry Kane over Cristiano Ronaldo in the biggest moments in like a final or when it really counts. Uh, they'd rather have Harry Kane over Cristiano Ronaldo. And what I'd like to know is your view on Kane or Ronaldo in those big moments and also what you think of Talk Sports view. Well, it's not it's not totally clickbait. It's Talk Sport. It's, it's Gabby Agrahar that has his opinion, which is, which is fair enough, it's football of opinion, but to say you'd have Harry Kane in the cup final over Ronaldo is just absolutely ridiculous. Harry Kane's been in three finals, zero goals, zero wins. Ronaldo, the disc goes on and on. He just scores for fun. So, yeah, he's obviously not done his research. But yeah, and they've got the clip baits, what they, what they was after, but yeah, as just stupid. 
basic research on it as well, and like like you said, there, just have a look at how Harry Kane's done in finals. Have a look at what Ronaldo's done in big games, and then you've got your answer. Then, like if they said, "Oh, I, you know, I would have taken Ronaldo, but he's getting a bit older, so maybe you know, in the next year or so, that might change to Kane or something." Try and justify it that way, but like to just come out with it is just. I don't know. There's always we've got Harry Kane that's a world class footballer, and then you've got Ronaldo and Messi who are just freaks of a different planet. So it's not bad to be world class. You know, there's not many world class strikers about, but these two people are on different levels. Yeah, they've changed. Even to say, yeah, they take Harry Kane, even if he'd scored and and won finals, you're still not going to take him over Ronaldo. No, you may take him over Messi because. But but you still wouldn't because them two are just on a different level. They've changed what it means, haven't they? To be like back when, say, ten years, fifteen years ago. So like when I was in my teens, early twenties, like a good like if a striker scored thirty-five goals in all competitions, that was like an incredible season. Like Messi and Ronaldo, if they don't score fifty goals in all competitions every year. Everyone's asking if they're done. Like, is okay. do you know what I mean? Like the difference course, in you're levels. Ronaldo, you're not going to lose Ronaldo and Messi for a guaranteed two or possibly three months a year, which you do with Harry Kane, yeah. because they play him to death and then his ankles are, are shot to bits. These people, Ronaldo's a machine. You see him last week, yesterday when he took his shirt off. He's thirty-six. <clears throat> I I was like that when I was thirty-six, mate. It's just gone a bit yeah, downhill yeah. in the last couple of yeah. years, but the. Well, when I was thirty, when I was thirty-six, the papers were kind again by showing a picture of Rooney, six months older than Ronaldo. Yeah, you know, it's different, different. It's a big difference. That six months, though, mate, it makes a big difference. Like, <laughs> yeah. it goes downhill. Um, but like, that's an interesting one because I was going to mention Griezmann now because obviously Griezmann was t- tipped as the the next one when he after Messi and Ronaldo, but he's never really hit the same numbers that they have. Like even when he was having those amazing seasons, and he nearly went to United, and he went to Barca, and uh, Reese in the chat said, "Give me Griezmann over De- uh, over Kane any day of the week," and that's kind of interesting because obviously Harry Kane's the out and out goal scorer, but but I thought Griezmann, I thought, and I thought probably Griezmann and Pogba, I thought were the two standout players for France in the Euros. I really I thought Griezmann was really good, um, but quite quietly just went about his business. And of course, he's gone back to Atletico, um, which is like one of the list of subjects, actually. So we'll get going. One of the, my list of subjects for this evening is the state of Barcelona. And um, like, in some ways, it's sad to see. But then in other ways, it's like, it's of their own making, isn't it? So is where it is. Griezmann, do you think he's got a bit of egg on his face, mate, having to kind of go back to Atletico on, I think it's on loan at the moment, but... After the way he left, uh, football in football you forget pretty quickly. You know, if you're a quality player and you go, you go back, which he is, he's probably yes, he's probably got in his face to answer your question. But in football, it's you know, you forget about it pretty quickly if he goes and scores a few goals, which he probably will do. Uh, Barcelona just in an absolute turmoil. So yeah, to lose the, the most. They, probably the best player that they've ever put on the shirt is is just a, a travesty. So, 
yeah, they're, they're, in, they're in trouble, but you know, they've still pretty started okay in the league. They're still what they've won two and drawn one. Well, in actual fact, like from a purely football point of view, yes, of course, losing Griezmann and losing Messi is going to be. No, but is that, yeah. is that it, mate? Is that it? Is there going to be more coming? Yeah, it, 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 I would be. In, I'd be interested to see if they cancel anyone's contracts because I know for a fact they were trying to get rid of a couple of those younger players, like, uh, like not like the really young players, the ones who are kind of who've broken in in the last couple of years, like um, uh, um, Titi and um, uh, a couple of the other ones. And it's like, will they end up cancelling any of those contracts to make up more money? But Sorry, I just... I just no, no, you're right. Like, yeah, you don't know if they're going to cancel any. Like, and... You just never know if it's going to if it's going to keep going. You know, in January, they've got to trim the books and then next year, they've got to trim the books. So, how how deep is this going to go? Well, what's mad is they still brought in um, Depay, who's yeah. exceptional. You, they brought in De Jong as a striker, who I think he can do a job. It, the De Jong, like when you compare it though, like Griezmann and Messi have gone, Suarez has gone in recent years, and they've brought in Braithwaite and De Jong, both decent footballers, but they're not Messi, Suarez. Griezmann. No, there's, there's levels That's a big football. drop in standard, isn't it? Yeah, we talked about it before, like Ronaldo and Messi to Kane. There's levels, and you know, it's it's not too bad to be under a level under players. But yeah, Griezmann and Messi are just a a bit better than Depay. No, Depay, they've got Depay started playing very, very well. He wasn't the best when he comes to us, but he seems to have matured now. He seems to get better. So there's a player there. But you know, there's levels, and, and I just think them two players are a level apart from them. I always thought Depay, it was a bit psychological with him. He always seemed like yeah. he, money, money, uh, I think it, it, yeah, it was just just not the right time for him, and, and that's okay. That happens in football. Look at Saha, that happened, it was too early for him. Mm. What about like you've obviously got Barcelona in turmoil financially Madrid and like Will makes a point there he says aren't Madrid meant to be in like severe financial difficulties and they bid 200 million for Mbappe like they can't be in that much problem uh, that much turmoil can they financially if they're making those bids well Real Madrid have always been been bailed out because they've got rich people who, who, who around isn't the one of them owned by the company the bank which owns the league I, I forget which party or Madrid. The royal family is involved. One of the king or the someone is involved that always bailed them out. So I think that's how they always get bailed out. But Barcelona is a different kettle of fish. But Real Madrid have always seemed to be bailed out by someone with money. Mm. I mean, it would be interesting to see how Madrid get along because um, obviously Bale's back in the team. He's playing. That's good for for Wales. Hopefully. Um, as long as he doesn't pick up like an injury or anything, but I mean, he needs to play football. He's not very. He, I think he's only pretty much only played for Wales and Spurs over the last couple of years. He needs to play football, so he seems to have a decent relationship with Ancelotti. So hopefully that'll be him. And like he could be a good, like he's almost like a new signing for him, isn't he? Because he hasn't played. Oh yeah, hundred percent. If you get him going, he's he's can be on that level of of Messi and Ronaldo on his day. Because he's 
he's unplayable, but you know, we've not seen it enough for him because of his injuries or he's not been playing or his, his golf career. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. They, but, uh, yeah he's, he's, he's one of the top players. The thing is with him, is, um, and I always think this, when I see the Madrid fans giving him shit on Twitter and stuff like that, like, they seem to forget, like, there was that couple of years where he won him those Champions Leagues and the one in particular, he, he almost won it like single-handedly in the final. Like they looked dead and buried and he scored that. He scored two goals, didn't he? But he scored that one where he outpaces the fullback. Like he goes out and around him on the outside. And like, I'm not saying he's got that turn of pace now, but he's still an exceptional footballer if he's fit and sharp and focused. Yeah, it's he's just, a game changer. Uh, he's a game winner. So if, on his day, he's unplayable. But like I say, he needs to, we see, need to see that more. But are we going to see it because he's getting older? But you know, there's no doubt in his quality. Absolutely, and uh, that sort of takes us ne- nicely into the next subject: game changers. Um, so, if I had said to you a week ago, "What do you think of Man United's window?" You'd, I would imagine, you'd have said, "Oh, it's been pretty good." Heaton, Varane, and Sancho maybe would have liked like a, a defensive midfielder or Trippier or someone that would have topped it off. And then a couple of days later, you had Ronaldo in as well. Like as a United fan, you have to be excited first and foremost about that window. Well, yeah, you do, but you know, then you yeah have a little reminder on the Wolves game thing. All the players you brought in, and it still doesn't look enough because you know Wolves look pretty good. We were pretty poor in the first half, but you've just got to put that down to a bad performance. And hopefully, you know, when Ronaldo comes in, that 10, 15% more they get out of the players because, yeah, they, they can't be playing like that for, for, for long periods of this season because they won't get anything. They were, they were no. I thought against Wolves, Sancho looked like he was feeling the pressure a little bit, just like, not, not necessarily the not pressure. Seen, to be honest, mate, I've not seen anything of this Sancho. In, in, I've not been a big fan of Bundesliga, so I've not really watched a lot of him. So I don't really know much about him, to be honest. But what I have seen, not really impressed at all. So, but you've got to give the kid time. He's just come to Manchester United. He's still young. So, yeah, we just have to wait. And see. I think the one good and one of the good things about Ronaldo coming in is it takes the pressure off him completely. Takes the pressure off him. Takes the pressure off Greenwood. Because everyone, all expectations are on Ronaldo to do something special, or yeah. Fernandez to do something special. Whereas if he's going to be one of them players to create that moment for him, you know, we've seen in Portugal, Ronaldo didn't do it his own. People have got to make the, the assist and make the opportunities for him, and he's in them positions to do that. So, yeah, if he's in the position and, and doesn't perform and kept, keeps on performing like he did against Wolves, then it's going to be a slow start for him. But like I say, you've got to give him time. He looks like he's picked up a little knock at England, so he might be carrying a little injury. Don't like how he come back from pre-season. I'm pretty sure he could have cut it short and come back a bit early, but you know, hey-ho. He didn't play much in the Euros, did he? Let's be honest. No, like no, that He needed like don't. this big extend, extended break. I don't understand it. Lukaku, all big players have come in and started playing straight away. Moran and um, Sancho seem to just stroll in. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Like, when you look at their United side on paper, 
and you you think like Ronaldo up top, you could have Greenwood running in, doing the running in behind, or Gafani doing the running in behind, and then you have got the likes of Rashford, Sancho, Martial in those wider positions, and Pogba and Fernandez behind them playing those you know first touch balls, those balls over the top. It looks frightening on paper, but as we know, we're United, especially. Uh, in recent years, like under Solskjaer, you can have a performance where they'll play like they did against Leeds and look phenomenal. And I know people will say, oh, it's just Leeds, but you still have to, you have to beat what's in front of you. They they were very, very good. And they played like that against some top teams as well. But then you've got games like the Wolves game and the Europa League final where they just look sluggish and off the pace. It's difficult. And they're like, They've got to still put the work in to be able to create the chances for Cavani or Ronaldo, whoever it may be. It's still not Do you really think easy. It's, it's, it's never easy with no. the Leeds one? Well, not everyone's going to play like Leeds where they're open and you know mostly going to be sat back and you've got to break them down. And that's what we found pretty difficult. So, um, yeah, we just have to. Keep your fingers crossed and just hope that the players that are there, because Pogba is going to has to play there as one of them midfielders. He's not going to play left midfield because they've got too many options. Even though I think it's probably his best position. Mm. But, I am um, sorry, mate. Go on, mate. Go on. I was just going to say I I'm, I was listening to Phil uh, Phil Brown recently the other day, and he said um, that, like he believes that Pogba will sign another contract now with United. And I actually wouldn't be surprised if he does, simply because I almost feel like there's two two aspects to it. I think, one, he wants to win things. He wants to win the biggest trophies. And two, I think he wanted United to show a bit of ambition in the transfer market. And I think, you know, they've been there before with Rooney. Uh, he says, you know, similar things. And I do think that he's got no excuses now in terms of whilst he's there, he can't blame a lack of quality around him. He's got to be focused and, and show what he can do. And, you know, everyone knows he's special on his day, but he's got to do that three games out of four or four, five games out of six, whatever. He's got to play like it regular. Does it become easier when you've got Cavani, Ronaldo, Rashford? Fernandez, whoever to aim for, I would assume so. But it's going to be uh, it'd be interesting, mate. It'd be interesting, and you know the pressure's on now because he's been given a lot of money to spend. Yes, he's come second in beating finals. This is third season now, so he's got to be. They've got to be producing. Do you think so? There's a few people in the comments uh, just saying United have got a team now to win the league, but people are not convinced on the manager. And I think the thing to remember is a lot of the people in the comments are Cardiff City fans who obviously have not got the greatest of memories of Solskjaer as manager of Cardiff. And he didn't, uh, he didn't do a great job, but he's got a very different calibre of player to, to play with now. Um, no, 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 well, no, no, no disrespect to Cardiff City, but you know this is Manchester United. You, you can't keep yeah. on getting the finals and and going year on year out and not winning stuff. It's 
Especially when Donna wants to know if you rate him as a manager. He's still unproven, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So has he got a problem with the big games? Yes, I do rate him as a manager, uh, but you know, bringing players in. Let's let's sort that out. The players that he's got rid of, the players that he's brought in, has been first class. It's just tactically. Is he good enough? Yes, we've seen in, in parts, but you know, you've got to end up with this. I'll repeat this is not Cardiff City, it's Manchester United, even though I love Cardiff City. This is not Cardiff City, it's Manchester United. It's different levels, you need to be winning things, and it gives him saving grace that he's a, he's a legend now, but there's still knives out for him, even so. So, if you go oh, yeah. to another year with Ronaldo and with the, the players that he's been given, yeah, I think. Um, it could become untenable, even though he's been given a new contract. You know, if if he's not winning things, what's he, you know? So I think they'll keep him regardless, unless United were like bottom of the league. I think they'll keep him until next summer, regardless, because oh, yeah, I think... They're winning anything this year, and, and then they go into the next year, and then it's looking the same, yeah. Because and one of the reasons he wouldn't be able to argue with you, to be honest. No, of course not. Him honestly, he knows his situation. He knows where he's at. He, he preaches it all the time. Manchester United needs to be winning trophies. Spot on, it. And and I think one of the reasons why I think they will hold on to him as long as possible, at least until next summer, is because I think supposedly one of the reasons Haaland went to Dortmund and not United was because they his camp weren't confident that um, Solskjaer was going to keep the job. Like, they were worried that they'd come in and then Solskjaer would go. So, I think United have shown that they're going to back the manager. So, they'll want to keep him there to get if they want Haaland, I would have thought. Um, you still see a lot of United fans on social media saying that the sort of central midfield CDM is a problem. Um, and that that's the player, the one player which could be the the difference between United winning like a league and not. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, it looked for the life of me like Kieran Trippier was going to sign for United. Like, he had a house, everything was in place. He's a United fan, but they just couldn't agree a price. But that CDM has been a, it's not a new problem for them, is it? No, it's, you know, I think that Tomney could could fit that spot, but obviously he's out injured. Fred, you know, we've seen it. We're not we're not convinced, even though he's got a goal this season and and played okay. He's just he's just okay. He's just yeah. But you no, know, Varane might be the, the, the difference that that we that we actually we you know we said we needed a centre half. We've got a centre half and a top one as well at that. So hopefully that partnership holds well and. And they can, can can kind of get away with not having a top quality holding midfielder, or, because you have got players that can play there. McTominay can play there, Anfred can play there, but we need Matic. Matic, but yeah, we need Pogba playing there. We can't be having them two or one of them two playing and not Pogba playing because it's just too defensive. Stupid, no? Yeah. Well, I've seen a, lot, a few people saying they fancied um, Victor Lindelof to play there. He's obviously a good footballer and um, he's a defender. So, he's you know, he's quite physical. He's got the attributes to be good in that position. Could you see him making a bit of a conversion 
to a holding midfielder. We talked about this a couple of days ago with, uh, I can't remember who it was, I think it might have been Gooney. Uh, but if they're obviously going to try it, they won't just throw him in. They'd, they'd, they'd see how, how he works because he's good on the ball, he's defensive minded. So it could work. But you, you, like I said, he's, it's a Ben. Every footballer should be able to play every position. You're a footballer, you're a professional footballer. But that's just not the case. But, you know, centre half, centre midfield, the holding, it's not, it's not that far apart. So, no. Uh, and what a- say, you've got, if you're a footballer in mind, footballer in brain, which Lindelof looks like he can play a bit of football, it's just that, descent, that defensive, you know, it is not the same, even though it's, it's similar. So, but again, like I said, then this is Manchester United. We shouldn't be having centre half playing holding midfield. We should have circles going circle hole, not square pegs going. Circle. Yeah, it's um, you shouldn't be fitting someone in, should you? Um, Richie's got a question for you. He wants to know what your United first eleven would be at the moment. But before you answer that, I'll give you a couple of minutes to think. I wanted to just quickly ask you about some of the squad players who either didn't go or were released or whatever. So Van der Beek had a lone move blocked. Um, Lingard didn't materialise going. Phil Jones not only is not going anywhere, refused to give up his number for uh, Raphael Varane. Um, Who else is there? There's a couple of other squad players who perhaps could have been looking to be moved out. And of course, they... I refused. If, he's, if they're not, if you're not going to play again, surely you don't. Have, why do you have to rush? He's not going to play again. It's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because, like, I don't know. I, I really didn't understand it because, like, he's he's what sixth choice at best. Yeah. And I think he, he not only that he's injured and he hasn't played, and it just creates this weird atmosphere, doesn't it? By refusing to give it up for the new signing. It like creates this weird thing between him, the manager, everything. Like, I look at it and I just think, I think Van der Beek will play because from what I read today, Solskjaer blocked his move. Like personally, he wanted him to stay. Um, it's just find it. Where do you play him? Like, who do you play him in front of? Um, yeah, yeah, unless he plays as one of the two. Yeah, that's a weird one. That it's. No, Jesse Lingard as well. That's a funny one because he he's been been brilliant. Is he going to play as much as he wants to? You know, if, if you're going to be attacking, you'd go um, you'd go Pogba, Lingard, and Fernandez as a midfielder. But then he's trusting Paul Pogba as your midfielder. So he just never looks the same, does he, Pogba, when he's that at the bottom of the. Sort of three. No, so, I don't person just uh, so he can, uh, and which is so he can wander. Yeah, but which is, which is what you want him to do because he's got the quality to open open the doors. So, uh, Richie said, "Who? What would you be your United first eleven? Oh, right now, all players fit. Biggest game of the season. No, who would you pick? All players fit, but I'm saying not the all players fit, but they're not. You say you want me to play all players fit? Yeah, just, just what would be your first eleven if everyone was available, and you had to win? You know, it's a life or death game. Who 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 would you pick as your eleven? 
um, De Gea, uh, Wan-Bissaka, Varane, Maguire, Shaw. That's the easy one. Um, McTominay, Pogba, Fernandez, Greenwood, Ronaldo, Sancho on the left. Quite a team, isn't it? And then you look at the bench. Who would be on the bench then? You'd have Cavani. Cavani, Martial, Rashford. Um, Lingard. Lingard, Van der Beek. Fucking hell, that's a bench in our face. What a bench that is. Mm. Crazy. Um, So we had a couple couple of other questions. Uh, Kay Child says, question for Rodri, do you think Bruno will still take the penalties or will it be Ronaldo? No. And the free kicks. Bruno Fernandes will not be taking the free kick. Free kicks or penalties while Ronaldo's at the club. I can guarantee you that. Imagine ah, Bruno see? Fernandes. Imagine Bruno Fernandes <laughs> saying, come on. No, I'm taking this. Come on. I wouldn't be surprised. Now. Come on. He probably worded him. He probably had a laugh yeah. him in training. Uh, he, uh, he's a come on. Over now, mate. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? What's he going to say to him? Come on. It's Ronaldo. Yeah. I'm your penalty taker. What are you up yeah. to? Yeah, that's not happening, is it? Whatsoever. Donna says, do you think Dan James was sold to free up a shirt uh, so that they could move Cavani to 21? I don't think that was the reason why he was sold. <laughs> do you think it was just a happy coincidence, wasn't it? Happy yeah, coincidence. I don't think it was, um, yeah. Were you surprised they sold him, though, and not loaned him? Out of all the players which I thought they might get rid of. played him two days before. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, but um, yeah, but obviously, I was thinking he was doing it to get Trippier and thinking, right, we've got Ronaldo. This was a unexpected. We're going to have to get rid of someone to bring Trippier in. But yeah, because that's a problem that right hand side. If you look at the stats, they don't create much from that side. Where on the left hand side, it's assists galore. Yeah, yeah. I um, I did think I thought Trippier was nailed on. Um, just because of all the things I mentioned didn't happen, so but they 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 create so much, mate, don't they? With Luke Shaw and and everyone yeah. down the left, and I I I do think that um, Sancho will fire. And the fact is, if he does have a bit of a sticky start, they can bring in Martial or they can bring in Rashford or Greenwood or. They got a couple of players in the academy who are oh, pretty Ronaldo, tasty as well. Oh, Ronaldo and Ronaldo do can do a job as well. <laughs> Ronaldo can do a job. There you go. Yeah. I'm sure, he can fill in. Um, yeah, Lorna says that Dan James's face in that pit in the pictures, his first pictures at Leeds. Jesus, I've never seen someone look so miserable in all my life. <laughs> he did not look happy whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a good move for him. I think it's a good move for Wales as well That's because he needs he needs to play, doesn't he? He'll be playing mostly every week there, and yeah, it's not the, a bad place to play. Selham Road. There's a good crowd there. They're rocking at the minute, playing good football. Is it? Yeah, it's a good move for him. Yeah, and I think as well, it's the players who will play around him. Um, not so much around the players around him, but the way that Leeds play. Will suit him. Yeah, I think you'll see a better Dan James than you did at Manchester yeah. United because, yeah, what, you'll see the Dan James who played against Chelsea in his first season, like second game or something, when they beat Chelsea four five one, and yeah. he just ripped them apart with his pace. Yeah, 
Yeah, because he's got that in him. But when he's playing week in, week out, you know, it's, it's so much better for players when they're playing week in, week out. And that's what he'll be doing. Yeah. Uh, oh, we've got a new viewer there. Um, Alexander Oliveira says, uh, who will be the players in attack with Cristiano? Could they play a two, do you think, with Cavani in certain games? Or Greenwood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could, they could, I suppose. But maybe Greenwood would be the better. Mind you, Cavani, Cavani does work a lot, so Cavani could play that number, number ten role. Yeah, they could do it. Yeah. United, though, I, in my opinion, though, gone. I was going to say last year United looked so much better when Cavani played. It, whenever he was on the bench, they just looked a bit more disjointed going forward. Well, well. You've got to have a presence up there, and it, it, you know, Ronaldo has that presence as well. So I think Greenwood's a bit too young for it. But for Greenwood now, runs in behind, though, didn't he? Yeah, Greenwood. You can see Greenwood's going to be the centre forward for Man United for, for a long time. But he's, he's just got to wait his turn. And, and but he's done all right so far. He's, what's he got? Two goals already. Three, I think. No, three. Yeah, two or so. three. Yeah, he's doing all yeah. right. He'll, he'll, Great score, he'll score goals wherever you play. That kid is born to score goals. Who's the, um, in all the time that you've been watching football, so not necessarily United, just football generally, who's the best teenager you've seen play football whereby it doesn't even have to be someone who's gone on to have a good, great career, just a teenager who you've looked at and you've thought, phew, Lippenaki's good. Well, the, be- the best is obviously Ryan. People forget about it. You know, at 16, 17, he was playing regular first-team football for Manchester United. Same Wayne Rooney. Uh, Rooney so at 16, wasn't he, when he um, scored that goal? Wayne Rooney at 16. But, yeah. Uh, but the most, talent, the most talented, probably Joe Cole. Special. Special Joe player. Cole, 16, Do you 17, think- 18. The stuff that he was doing with the ball. Yeah. And then obviously he was a bit of a trickster, but then went to Chelsea and Mourinho turned him into like a different player, but a winning player. Um, yeah, I think, um, do you think Joe Cole, like I really like Joe Cole, I like him as a pundit as well. Do you think, um, and I'm not saying he didn't, I'm asking the question, I guess, but do you think he achieved as much as what he could have with the talent that he's got? Oh, I'd have, I'd have to have a look at... You know what? Um, his, his, his career petered out, didn't it? Yeah, and I think maybe that's deceptive because he probably won a couple of Premier Leagues with Chelsea, I'm guessing, before I look. Yeah, he won the Premier League. I'm pretty sure he won the Champions League as well. He played with Liverpool, didn't he? Um, let's have a look. Uh, Honours. So he won three Premier Leagues, two FA Cups, one Football League Cup, one, Cham- uh, one Champions League and one Community Shield. Like anyone, a load of like player of the year and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So I mean, that's a career that most people would dream dream of, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like that, those accolades and stuff. But I, and he also won the Inter Total Cup, which is obviously the big one, um, in nineteen ninety nine. Um, but who did he finish with? Because he so he went out to Tampa Bay, yeah, um, and had three seasons out there. So maybe that any he, he did a bit of he did a couple of stints at Coventry. So, I mean, it, yeah, maybe it did kind of just pitter out a little bit. He played like, because he went and played League One football. And I don't knock him for that because one thing Andy says a lot 
is um, he'll say, just play until you can't play. Just keep playing and playing because once it's gone, it's gone. And like, um, I don't fault players for, for dropping down the league and playing for as long as they can because it's a very different life, you know, yeah. once it's over, isn't it? Yeah. No um, got loads of questions for you, mate, but yeah, they're, they're stacking up. So I'm going to guess some of these now. But um, where's that? Right. Richie says, if Oli Gunasolska doesn't deliver this season, could you see Ryan taking over? Um, then we got where do you think Cardiff will finish this season? Ooh, uh, hopefully, Bottom. hopefully get promoted, but probably playoffs. I am, um, I think Cardiff might struggle. They got a paper thin squad, they keep getting rid of players, and uh, yeah, they're, they're cutting costs accordingly. Um, on the teenager subject, uh, Lorna Evans said, um, before most people's time. But Norman Whiteside was one of the best teenagers he saw. George Best as well. Yeah. Go back the years, like there was a few, wasn't there? Like Rooney's the one. They're all Irish as well. There's a, there's a lad. Yeah. Doherty, Adrian Doherty was a was a top player, but yeah, he obviously I think he got drink problems and then obviously passed away early. Okay, because like the one that sticks out for me is Wayne Rooney. Like I remember looking at him like age 16 and he scored that goal and like i'd heard like um you know on social media or in the news or on the radio or something 16 year old scores a goal for everton versus arsenal and i was expecting to see like this scrawny 16 year old who looked 16 but even at 16 wayne looked he looked like a like a bloke like and um he was just he was special, mate. And I think people appreciate Wayne Rooney's football career more now after he's retired than they did when he was playing, other than United fans. Because I don't think believe he got the credit that he deserved as a footballer. Um, and there was so much pressure on him with England to 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 drag him to sort of success. But like we just what like I just said there about Joe Coles, the um the honours that he won is like the dream career for every, you know, for anyone. I'm not going to list them all, but I can tell you the Wayne Rooney's honours are insane. What he won, he won like five Premier Leagues or six Premier Leagues, three League Cups, FA Cups, Champions Leagues, World Club Cups. The individual honours are like just this list of stuff. Record goal scorer, record national team goal scorer definitely doesn't get the credit that he deserves um so oh that's an interesting one alec alexander Oliveira says there for him he says that ronaldo at the same age is far better than mbappe so how old is mbappe now probably 20 is he um do you think so basically alexander is saying he thinks that when uh, when Ronaldo was uh, so Mbappe's 22, so when Ronaldo was 22, Alexander's saying he thinks that Ronaldo was better at age 22. Would you say that's the case? Ronaldo was better, say that again. Better than so when Ronaldo was 22, he's better than what Mbappe is now at 22. 
Oh. It took Ronaldo a couple of years Ronaldo, to get going, though, didn't it? Ronaldo when he comes to United. He was 17, I think, when he came to United. Oh, yeah, double Ronaldo check, man. Yeah, Ronaldo's better. Yeah. Because it took Ronaldo. People forget it took Ronaldo a couple of years at United just to yeah. just to yeah, get going, that, didn't it? After that, yeah. it was like 40 goals, 45 goals a season. Yeah, it's insane. Is he any, and that, the consistency as well to be able to do yeah. that like just the standard over and over again. From his first season, he got like 30, 30 goals, and after that, it was just 30, 40, 45, 50. He's like, what? Jesus. Yeah, and I think, again... And, and, I, and Mbappe's playing in the pub league. Yeah, and this is why I was so disappointed about um, Messi and, to a lesser extent, Ramos going to PSG. And it's no disrespect to PSG as a club; it's the it's the league. It's just not um, it's just not competitive, really. I know that Lille won it last year, but it's just I wanted to see Messi because when we ne- none of us thought he was going to leave Barcelona ever. But we never thought he was going to leave Barcelona. So I just wanted to see if he could go and do it in the Premier League or something like that. And I was really disappointed when he went to PSG. He took, he took the easy way out, didn't he? Yeah. Goal, Guaranteed goal, 50 goals. Wherever he's going to go, he's going to, they're going to have stars. But yeah, you, you'd want him to to test himself more. I think by, when the careers end, I think there's going to be no argument that he, he was the better player when you look at the international goals and and what he did, and what what leagues he went to, what you know, he went to Juventus. Right, he didn't have a a successful, but the goal speak for itself. Real Madrid was unbelievable. Man United was unbelievable. Arguably the two best leagues. The French league is probably probably fourth behind the Bundesliga. Yeah, they got a Serie A and the Bundesliga maybe, at maybe, least. Maybe maybe fifth because you've got you've got the Premier League. You've probably got La Liga. Then you've probably got Italian. And then, then Bundesliga. Then France. Yes, yeah, probably the fifth best league in the world. Well, the thing is, the Bundesliga and the and the French league, they're both kind of like, it's like one or two teams every year in it who are going to win it. And I think, you know, you get the odd, odd season where another team will win it. Like Italy, where they had all the financial problems in Serie A, it's kind of evened everything out. So, like, all the teams are pretty much... As a muchness, like maybe with the exception of Juventus, um, it would have been nice to see Ronaldo at United and Messi at Man City just to finish their careers off. That would have been like the that the, the been, icing that, on the cake, wouldn't been, it? That wouldn't have been good because that would have been made, made City even better. So yeah, that would have been good for us, but they've been great for the neutrals. Well, there you go. Um, Alexander with the stats, he says Ronaldo at 22 would win uh, championship and the Ballon d'Or. So, mate, we're well, so seeing what age he was coming to United. That means he was at United for five years. That means he had one year left. He was got to Real Madrid. He was that last couple of years. He was incredible, wasn't he? Yeah, those free kicks against um, Portsmouth yeah, when the keeper just can't move. That, mate, the goals that he scored against Fulham, Reading. To just one goal to win us the game, he was a beast, and he would come up with a goal. Yes, it's um, the media, and Ian makes a good point there. He says the media kind of tried to make out like Messi 
deserve this sort of sympathy and and like for me i was i would have had sympathy for him if he had gone anywhere but psg but he literally went to the place which was going to pay him like 750 grand a week and look he's he's, this is it's probably the only move he's going to have now before his career is over good for him get the money while you can but let's be honest if he's not a billionaire now he 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 was not far off anyway. Like he's yeah. he's got more money. His grandkids, grandkids are never going to have to work if they don't want to. He should have. If it was me, I'd have liked to have gone and challenged myself somewhere else because he had been at Barcelona for so long. Whereas, like Ronaldo could have gone to Qatar, could have gone to the MLS, could have gone to the Chinese league anywhere. Got paid a fortune and just padded out his stats for a for a year or two, but he won't be able to pad out his stats at United, like in the Premier League if he doesn't perform it's, it's going to be brutal for him it's a big challenge and if, I admire that, I've got to say um, Gas says, if you had a free, if you had uh, one person to take a free kick and if the free, uh, basically a free kick's got to go in to save your life would you have Messi or Ronaldo take the free kick? Oh, would have me, would have David Beckham. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably Messi on that one. I would as well. I think he's a bit more accurate just because yeah. of the style of free kick he takes as well. Um, but when Ronaldo hits him and he hits him right, like uh, oh, yeah, they are unstoppable. Probably two out of it's probably like two out of ten. I would. I'd love to see yeah. the stats on it, but I reckon it, that would probably be about it. Three out of ten is not a good ratio. But when they when they, no. they hit them, yeah, they look special, don't they? Yeah. What about? Um, it's a question for you then. Who, in your opinion, is the best free kick taker of all time? David Beckham, easily, easily, easy. Do you think that is like people's mem? Because I say the same. But do you think our memories have kind of softened with? history because i can never remember Renata, uh, beckham like shanking a, a, a corner or a free kick because or like he didn't he must have he, he must have no, he but i just never remember it happening no, he didn't. No, he didn't. i used to watch him oh i used to i used to live in salford so i used to you got the training sometimes get the training ground a lot as well so you'd see him practicing for hours and hours doing that on a daily basis there's no there's no there's no yeah i used to see him do it all the time so that's why he was so good at it he was like a robot but he was one of those guys when he went up for a free kick you were more surprised if he missed it than if he scored it yeah like well that's that'd be a good one to dig out because i can't cannot remember david beckham even hitting a wall yeah, that's it, isn't it? The keeper would save it, or it'd be close, or it'd go in. That was it. It was never hit the wall, or it was either on target, or goal, goal hit the post, hit the bar, keeper saves it. It was never that any others. It was never like it's the wall, like it goes flying over, it goes wide. Maybe wide a couple of times, but yeah, he's so accurate. Mad, mate, mad. Um, I was just looking out to see if there's any like stats on Beckham's free kicks. Because I do wonder, with not just with him, but with and um, all kinds of free kicks from all different angles. So if he, was he used to do those, he used to do curl it the other way, didn't he? 
on the right hand side he's whipping it far left far left and he, or you can whip it round the, the uh you just the, all kind of free kicks yeah 100% mate it's he um scored from like 40 yards against Manchester City once at like main road early yeah. on in the game it looked like about 40 yards out they um few suggestions like uh Stuart Pierce, Ian Hart. Uh best Ian Hart was good. Georgie Neal. Ward Prowse is very, very good. Yes. Pierce. Um Kavanaugh was always good at free kicks as well. For uh for Cardiff. Graham Kavanaugh was always good at free kicks for Cardiff. But there's some good ones out there. Ian Hart was good for Leeds, I remember he was good. Zola. Zola, very good, yeah. Yeah. It's um yeah, there's um there's so many Janino Dennis Irwin, best penalty pay, penalty best penalty taker in history, mate. Dennis Irwin. Oh I don't know, I don't know that. Come on. Never I would never miss a penalty. For me. If I were, if I would put my life on a someone take a penalty for me, so there you go, Eric. Take that. You take Eric over um Oh yeah. Over Dennis yeah. Irwin for a penalty. Well, well, well. Um, yeah, I, I, on the free kicks, Lauren Robert from uh, Reese's uh, Newcastle, De Canio, Janino, Ronaldinho was, obviously did a, a few famous ones. Uh, and obviously Ryan took a decent free kick. Uh, yeah, you know, free, he was taking a free kick for United, really wasn't he? He used, to pra- he used to practice all the time. But yeah, because Beckham was so good, he never really... He, never really he was a... He was probably like what Bruno Fernandes is going to be like this year. He wants wanted free kick and he wanted the penalties. Like Bruno's going to want him and uh, Ronaldo and Beckham was just like, nah, mate, nah, man, nope. But um, they had some free kick takers back there, back in the in them days. Um, right, mate. I want to finish off with um, just a bit of a chat about the internationals, which have obviously just gone. Um, Wales is uh, the amount of players which withdrew through injury and COVID was absolutely mental. Like, I think it was 12 in total, or there were those 10 withdrawals, and then there was two. So there was 10 withdrawals and two couldn't get a visa. So they had 12 people pull out with that squad. Not a very big squad Wales have got anyway. Where they um, so they, it's in Russia um, I think, or somewhere by there, because it's been moved to the qualifier. They always seem to get these uh, crappy, um, what's it called, like the travelling and that, like they yeah. did in the Euros, isn't it? But I think what it did do is it gave, it was only a friendly, it gave those young players a good opportunity, Belarus they're playing, um, gave them a good opportunity to get those young players in for that friendly because... When the qualifier, they rested. I think they, did Bale come on? I, I I know he was on the bench. They rested Bale and a couple of others. Um, how much of it is clubs holding them back and not wanting to take risks with COVID and things like that? And especially where certain countries players have got to isolate, haven't they, for ten days? Which was the whole palaver with Cavani not going to Uruguay. You can understand it with the, the clubs because they're spending you know, millions on these players now and, and if they're going to lose them for two or three weeks, they're going to do anything they can to try and get them out. Yeah, and Wales have got a, um, 
Estonia on Wednesday. Um, like Wales need to make sure they don't lose the qualifier that they've got in this break. But it's going to be difficult. So much pressure on Gareth Bale because everyone else is out. Like Harry Wilson is there. He, he started the season. Well, he had started the season fairly well. Then he got sent off in the championship and then he missed a penalty for Wales on Saturday. So maybe it's he like, won't it's be. It's always difficult when you go into these places. But, you know, with these young players now, they're a bit, yes, they're young, but they've got a little bit of experience about them. So we'll have to just wait and see and, and, and see how, how they get on. But, yeah, they, they need to be winning these kind of games. Yes, they got to. They got to make sure they. The most important thing with the amount of injuries they got is don't lose. No, and if they don't, then the inquest will come at, at the end of the the campaign. They go, well, "What's going on? Why did we qualify?" And they'll, they'll look at these times when the players didn't turn up, or the clubs kept players behind, or players found ways not to go. So, yeah. Yeah, like these visa things. That's a joke, mate. I think at the, at the level that we're talking, like it's to not have things United like played played in Moscow, we had to get a visa. I think did we have to get a visa? No, we they, they, we got a we got let off for the day. You can go in for twenty four hours without a visa. Oh, I agree, but like at the level, like professional football, like and national teams, there shouldn't be any issues with visas. It should be all done and dusted in plenty of time and stuff. But I guess because they had so many withdrawals, maybe they had to get a, quite a lot on short notice. I don't know, but it's certainly Possibly. difficult. Hopefully, it doesn't have an yeah, effect. It's European teams, they shouldn't need visas, especially European, no. Belarus, European. So, but I think it's because it's, I know I might be wrong. But I think it's because the games are being played like over in by Russia and all them. Oh, that okay. bit. So it's a bit further. I think I don't know. Um, and then the other thing, of course, you don't want it to have an effect on the qualification because they're they're quite nicely positioned to qualify for the World Cup for the first time in a very long time. Um. They still have a named page as permanent or what's happening with the manager. Do you think they can afford to just let it kind of can they just can they just leave Robert Page as temporary manager until everything's sorted? Or do you think they should make a decision one way or the other? Um oh, yeah, I think they're just gonna wait out, to be honest. They will, wouldn't they? I think that's yeah. what I think they will do. You know, if they if they do make a decision and then Things go a different way. Yeah, they're gonna look like they've got egg on the face. They're just gonna have to yeah. see it all out and see what happens. Yeah, I think it's it's, I, I, it's all they can do, I guess. Um, but it's it's frustrating, I guess, for the fans. But yeah, it's you not know, an ideal position to be in. But you know, the the, the manager, they know the players, the play, he knows all the the staff knows where they want to go. They had pretty okay Euros, but this is the one they need to qualify. Like you say, the World Cup got qualified for, I don't know how long, over 30 50, years. 1953, isn't it? Yeah, well, there you go, 60, 70 years. So, yeah, this is the big one they need to get to. You know, they've done well in the Euros now the last two times of getting there. This is the one they need to get to. And like you said, they've got a favourable group and they should really be qualifying for it. Yeah, my yeah, my my football bucket list will almost be complete if Wales qualify for a a World Cup. I seen Cardiff in two finals, saw them win three finals, saw them win a trophy. 
saw Wales at the Euros. Need Wales in there. Wales in qualify for a World Cup for the full house. But um, the last thing I wanted to ask you was kind of about the England game. Um, Yeah, again, we saw like racist chanting and all this stuff. But just before we talk about that, um, Patrick Banford in the England squad ahead of Mason Greenwood. Can you explain that to me? Because I don't get it at all. No, no. It's bizarre, mate, isn't it? Obviously, obviously by what what I've read and what I've seen. um, Do you think it's because he pulled out of the the Euro squad? The managers have had a chat and they've come to the conclusion that, yeah. But it's stupid. Yeah, especially the way he started the season is ridiculous. And then, like, I wonder whether it's a bit of a punishment because he pulled out of the Euro squad at the last minute. But it's just cutting your nose by your face. This guy's going to be, yeah. I can pretty safe to say, even though he's not even played a lot of games for England so far, and he's at, what, 19, 20, he will be the record goal saving man for England. He is a goal machine. Yeah, and like Patrick, Patrick Branford, like we watched him a lot in the championship on the championship shows. He's alright. He's not yeah, a good like finisher. He's, a good player, but yeah. He's not a good finisher, mate, for a striker. He misses a lot of chances. Yeah. And we talk, we talk about levels at the start of the show. Yeah. There's no yeah. different levels. Absolutely. Um, and then, obviously, we had all this, uh, the racist abuse, the things being thrown at the players. Um, it's so frustrating, mate, just constantly. Every time, it feels like every time England play an away game, something happens. I'm so fed up of it. And I, I feel, I really feel for Sterling. The authorities to do the right thing and the players to deal with it, how they dealt with it. Pick the drinks. I thought the players dealt with it superb. Yeah. Batter them and beat them for no and get out of there. That's the only way you can yeah. deal with it and let the authorities deal with it because it's it's not football issue. It's a society problem. It's simple as that. Until these societies sort their issues out, it's always going to happen. It's always going to happen. Yeah. So unless you they get these things in place where people get arrested or people get banned or whatever, until that happens, people will always do it. But the way you to react for it is the way they react. Pick the stuff up, yeah. Use it. Have a laugh with it and score more goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Don't walk off or on that rubbish. No, stick it up and oh, you want to be like that? Okay, there you go. Four nil. Four. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely spot on, mate. I like that. Um, so uh, that's all my subjects, mate, for the for this evening. I think I think we covered well, most of them and uh, got through most of the questions. I think um, I'm going to have a very quick look see if there's any others. Um, oh, that's an interesting one, uh, Alexander, who was uh, the one who was asking the questions about Ronaldo and Mbappe. He says uh, Bruno is better now for free kicks and pens than Ronaldo. What do you reckon? Free kicks, possibly. Uh, even penalties, possibly. But do you really think Bruno Fernandes is going to pick a ball up and take a penalty on Ronaldo's on the pitch? Come on. Come on. Yeah, I think the only way it happens is if Ronaldo says, you take the free kicks, I take the penalties. It's not going to happen. Ronaldo yeah. doesn't come across to me personally that gives away penalties. 100% mate. That's why, um, he's, oh. That's why he scored so many goals. Because he's selfish and... 
Yeah. And that's yeah. all the goals. Greedy. All strikers, yeah. greedy. Yeah. And you won't see any arguments. They won't see any tugging. They'll just respect, okay. Mm. And he'll be second take. I'm pretty sure he'll take a lot more free kicks than penalties. But, yeah, penalties. Sorry, Bruno. Ronaldo's all day. Big guys in town. Yeah, daddy's home. Um, guys, thank you for joining us for the first episode of Roger Gigs on Football. Really enjoyed it. If there is um, particular subjects which you want us to talk about, we're uh, going to be live every Friday at 7 o'clock, so uh, you can send them to our social medias or email or whatever and, and send the subjects in. And, uh, of course, we'll get through as many questions during the shows as we can. Um, I'm back on Sunday for a big uh, MMA and boxing show with uh, Bellator fighter Lewis Long is joining myself and Danny, and we'll be talking the incredible UFC show tomorrow night with all the Brits on. It's going to be wicked to what and it's on at a decent time starts at like six o'clock so it's going to be phenomenal really looking forward to that but uh yeah join us for that um i'll be back on monday as well and uh yeah check it all out uh rodri as ever mate it's a pleasure really enjoyed our our first friday show no enjoyed it mate be good top man it's flu i didn't realize it's an hour seven minutes we'll be on that i know <laughs> went quick mate didn't i um, guys, make sure you join us next Friday. See you soon. Diggs. G-I-G-G-S. No. Roderick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Network.